Now we're going to do something delicious. After that lovely um, soul food that we had with Norma, we are going to jump onto some real food um, with Denise Coburn-Levy. I am so excited to have her in studio. She's just released her new book called Around My Table. Denise, welcome to Two Oceans Vibe Radio. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely a pleasure. Denise, I'm going to ask you to just sit a little bit closer to the mic so that we can hear you. Um, I I have just seen the book for the very first time. I'm literally, guys, I'm looking at it now in studio. Hi, everyone, by the way, who is tuning in on Instagram. Thank you for joining in there. For those of you listening on Turishan's Vibe or on Facebook, we are going on Facebook Live um, Instagram Live and Two Oceans Vibe Live. But if you want to see what's happening in studio, this is the book. It is beautiful. Um, and I have just, I haven't gotten a chance to look at it properly, but I know that it is not just a simple cookbook. So tell us first a little bit about yourself, a little bit about you and your history. Okay, that could take a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think in a nutshell, I started traveling very young and that's where my passion for food came in, um, just going to all different countries and just being fascinated how you could take certain ingredients and put them in a different order and create a whole new meal. Yes. Um, so that, that's kind of the travel I was modeling many years ago, so that's what I was doing there. And then I came back, I opened Cooler Pizza, uh, which I had six branches for a while. And at the same time, I opened Cape Town Productions, a production company. So I've got a lot of different experiences. You're an entrepreneur through and through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I've, I have done a lot of things. And a lot of them I have been startups and they've been sort of brand new innovative businesses. So that's what makes me really, really tick. tick. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So it's not, it's not only food and travel, but also production. Also production, yes, and then also we have ginger and lime um, and the Kitchen Collective. So uh, because I believe in sharing everything, I believe in in big long tables with lots of people and mm. harvest tables groaning with delicious food. So yes, yeah, that, oh, that is my going. best. Um, guys and gals that have tuned in, you will remember I had Kim in studio. Um, about I think it was about three weeks ago and um, I love Kim to bits and pieces I actually met her through Fee and she came into studio and then we went and had a night of cooking at the Kitchen Collective which I had so much fun I love cooking I'm not the best chef in the world but I love 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 cooking and I love food because um, I feel that food it's, some people live to eat and some people eat to live I'm a live to eat type of person it's like anytime anybody feeds me I'm in my happy place <laughs> and anytime I can feed others I'm in a happy place and I absolutely the kitchen collective um, tell us a little bit more about that because obviously we have had um, listeners hear about it before but there are new listeners that I can see that have tuned in and I'm trying to wave at all of you and I don't get to you I'm sorry I do see you but let's chat a little bit about the kitchen collective because that is your newest baby Absolutely. really uh, yeah during, I did 26 years of production so that you know after that time I sort of withdrew slowly left my husband there still a partner in the business but started cooking doing interactive cooking classes ginger and lime and it just took off 
So I've had did that for five years. Kim came in and was working with me and helped me grow the business. And then we got to the point where people wanted to have 60 people or 40 people in and corporate team builds and, and master chef parties and book launches and product launches and things. So we actually had to expand and take it bigger. So we've got beautiful new premises now in the Boerkarp area, which are state of the art, 380 square meters so it's gorgeous yeah. guys i've been there it's really gorgeous yeah. and we still use our other venues we still use ginger and lime which is a beautiful old sort of ancestral home and we use salt and sage which is a sleek a sexy space with sea views so um it's sort of all coming together there and running really really beautifully and i think yes food is just it brings everybody together it connects people it doesn't matter whether you can cook or not it really doesn't that's not the point the point is really the energy the flow yes. the exchange of, of ideas the glass of wine uh, and just having a good time around the table it's quality time yes. you know it really is quality time I am um, I, I always think like I've seen families that eat dinner in front of a TV or you know eat dinner separately and I always feel it's almost sore in my soul because I feel like that is part of the quality time that is the gift of having a family together you know Ah, so, okay, so <laughs> Kathy, I'm just going to show, Kathy's in the studio, hi Kathy, <laughs> Kathy's in the studio, and, um, and she was just shouting out, that's why she called the book Around the Table, yes. um, is this your first cookbook? This is my first cookbook, yes, and it was, it was, it's actually, although it took a physical year to write, um, after going on a writing course to Greece, where I actually had a fantastic course, and um, that was really amazing uh, to, to learn how to structure the book was incredible but the book has been a work in progress for about 20 years I would say um, it was actually born out of people when we were our beach house over here with families always together and everybody's cooking together and it was always like oh you gotta write that down you gotta do a recipe book and I wasn't ready to do it yet. You yes. know, there was so much else going on in my life. But basically, there are recipes that go back to that time. So I've got a West Coast um, from the West Coast, from Fontaine. So we have a West Coast chapter. Then I've got a ginger and lime chapter on all our favorite recipes. An ancestral one. So I've got uh, Nana's chicken soup, for example, and my nice. mom's cream caramel. And, and then I chose three countries for this book, being Greece. Italy and Thailand, all of which I've spent oh. a lot of time in. So I've got tons of pictures. And there's, there's pictures of me sitting in cafes and the family jumping around in the water or whatever. So it's very, very personal. There are also a lot of stories about um, journaling, uh, deep journaling. So I feel a tad exposed, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done for exposing mm. yourself because I think that that is one of the special things that is um, different about this book is that it's not just a cookbook, but it's also an insight into you as a person, as a chef, into your family. And, um, and that must... You know, the thing is, though, vulnerability is what really wins people over at the end of the day when we are honest enough to be open about who we are we invite people into our space and that's what allows them to eat, to fall in love with us actually you know at the end of the day it, no it's yeah. absolutely a strength and sometimes i know oh my hair's doing funny things sometimes i know it does feel like a weakness i've had times where i've like said something really vulnerably and it hasn't been met with what i wanted but it's still 
it's I would still rather be vulnerable and be met so many other times um, with love and with just being able to connect with people because without being vulnerable you can't connect with people um, yeah. you know then not be vulnerable but that it, it it's a hell of a thing writing this book how long did it take for you to write it a lot of the sort of journaling and blogs um, were from over a couple of years. So those were sort of extracted. My poor editor was given. <laughs> don't ask me to write because people say, okay, write something for me and I will write, you know, this much. And yes. they're actually asking for a tweet. You know, they go, wait, hang on, Denise. Actually, could you just cut that down a bit? I don't know, I don't know what parts to get out because I like all of it, you know. So luckily for Sarah, my editor, she, she was doing like a lot of lines through quite a lot too much. No, too much. Let's so um, the actual physical writing of it from start to finish was a year, although my Poor, long-suffering husband, Gavin, was, says it feels like about five years that I've been writing. <laughs> because <laughs> in that time, you know, it was like uh, not much food for them to eat at home. And, you know, all that, <laughs> you know how it goes. The shoemaker's kids never have shoes. It's a little bit like that. The kid, Uber Eats is <laughs> the speed dial. Speed dial. <laughs> so it's – but apparently you actually shut all the dishes, did everything over one weekend – is yeah, that, we I mean, that up, is oh, you know, crazy. I've, got, I've just got the best team, the really, really best team. We're all passionate about food, about cooking, about photography, um, about styling, and Kathy, our beautiful stylist. Mm. And um, and so we actually made fun, you know, we made a fun time out of it, and we went up to Azevantane to the beach house. We all had a room, and, you know, um, we started early, and we worked damn hard because we yes. do. We really do. You run and you run and you do the next one and the next one, and I am a slave driver. <laughs> Uh, maybe a little bit too much sometimes. I think Kathy's my team shaking might her head. Um, but uh, it was it was fun. We had great fun. We had we always cook with wine because you know you just have to. You so have that to. was part of it. You know? Yes. So we had an incredible time, and I think that that came through in the pictures because mm. it was all my heart people that I chose to be with me. It really was. It was, you know, my, I, I had somebody producing, a wonderful, wonderful producer, and, and, and she was a little bit in awe or a little bit shocked in the beginning as to who I had chosen for my team because, oh, well, how many books and cookbooks have they done? Oh, well, none. <laughs> and, you know, because everyone normally goes with a yes. tried and trusted you know, food photographer, food yes. stylist, and all this. And I thought, no, let's break the mold. I want yeah. my people around me. This is a heart That's book as great. well. So, and it's worked. I mean, it's um, the no. It's I mean, really I've just worked. only flipped through a few. <laughs> I literally have just flipped through a few pages, and it's just, it's absolutely beautiful. So it absolutely has worked. And and it's interesting because um, one of the first things you ladies said to me was that it was shot over a weekend. But I don't know if you know the story of Picasso. He was at a restaurant. Um, the one night and um, somebody said Picasso draw me something and um, he d he drew something on a napkin and he said okay now give me half a million and the guy said what are you talking about that took five minutes for you to draw and he said no it took me a lifetime to learn how to do that in five minutes and I think that's such an important lesson because in life you know, it may have taken a weekend to shoot, but there was all of this preparation, a lifetime of preparation mm -hmm. of learning the love for food, learning the skills, traveling, gathering the stories, and then putting it together, um, you know, at the end. 
And with that in mind, I mean, you must have had some training from extraordinary people along the way in the culinary industry. Um, can we chat a little bit about that? Sure. I think, I think when you come down to about, you know, how we managed to do it in that time as well. I had 26 years of production behind there me. There we and go. And clearly, I promise you, shooting like that is production. You know, mm. it's um, the recipes are designed, so there's no longer designing or, or you know, whatever. They've, they've, they've been developed and they work and everything is there. So it's a case of, I mean, Katie was amazing. Just packing each crate was like for that dish, was for that dish, for that dish. And, you know, taking them all up to Aza's and then just having a system. We followed systems to, to get it done um, with... And, and we actually had the dishes lining up, didn't we? It was like, okay, next, an X, an X. Oh, poor Shannon was like, oh, my God. Okay. And Kathy would be like, okay, she does need a coffee break. Too. Really, she needs a coffee break. So we would have a quick break for, for Shannon, and then off we would go again. Um, as far as training goes, basically, I'm pretty much self-taught from early, early. I started passionately with food from 17 I'm from Argentina I was born in Argentina I'm not from there my mom was from there but I was born there and so she knew the Argentine consulate very well and he was um, he was widowed uh, so he had to do functions and mm. she said oh well, Denise cooks quite well I'm sure she could do it and off I went at 17 and I was doing all these sort of ambassador consulate Amazing. functions for the, for the Argentine embassy and, and you know you're fearless at that age you yes. don't even think about it you know you just go in and do that so I started early with practical uh, practical experience um, and then having Caller Pizza obviously took it on to a bit of professional level there which um, which I, again it was self-taught it was experimenting and all of that then when the reason that I started Ginger and Lime in the, in the beginning is that I was doing lessons with Liam Tomlin and uh, from Chef's Warehouse and I used to go every Tuesday and it used to be my the highlight of my week absolute ah, highlight sure. I just used I didn't miss it for anything whenever there was a class I was there front row <laughs> groupie boy absolute groupie I mean I, yeah it was very very amazing top fan yeah. <laughs> and then uh, one day I was looking across at him and I thought you know what I don't want to be on this side of the counter I actually want to be on that side nice. of the counter and I and he had John, Johnny at the time as his assistant, and, I th and Johnny was about, you know, 24 or something. I thought, I wonder what Johnny would like, feel like being replaced by me. And I was like, no, I guess that won't work. So that wouldn't really work. But then I would have to just become, yes. you know, like him and, and do something. The student some, becomes the yes. teacher. Yeah. So I then took three years after that honing, sort of honing and refining what I wanted to do. I visited anything similar. I learned from different people. I went around. I gathered my information. I could sort of owned the concept, um, developed it as to what I wanted to do, developed the recipes and everything. So again, I didn't really have a model to follow. It was a brand mm. new concept becoming into a home and the recipes that we were going to use and all of that. So, but... Out of everybody, uh, the person I've learned the most from is Liam. So I really have learned from the best. <laughs> Amazing. You really have learned from mm. the best. Um, now, you've got your fingers in many, many pies. Um, how do you juggle all of these pies? I mean, I, I'm the same. I'm an entrepreneur, so I've also got. But for young entrepreneurs out there who have many different interests and want to expand, do you have a tip, maybe a, um, your, your little piece of insight that may assist them in juggling all different balls? I think I'm just learning that now, actually. Okay. <laughs> it's one of yeah. those. That, yeah, because I am, I do 
work long hours. I don't always see it as work though because I mm. love what I do. So, but there is the burnout, you know, that can come very, very easy and I'm very aware of that. I do a lot of time outs as well as far as sort of retreats go, definitely annually, at least once a year, I will huh. do a week, you know, that, that is, is non-negotiable. There will be dabbling in because of course you cannot just close and shut your life down, I can't. So even if it's an hour and you're very disciplined, you go that hour, you do everything. But I think meditation for me is a huge, huge thing, um, really to center yourself um, and walking and nature are two mm. things that really ground you. I do find it, I'm still battling, as I said, to really juggle and to be very honest, to juggle yes. everything and to make the balance correct between family, various businesses. But I think the main thing is to surround yourselves with a good, with yourself with a good team. Mm. Just know what you can do and what you need to let go of. Yes. Um, I think that is one of the most important things is the people that you empower. That you surround. Yes. Yeah. That you empower and that yes. you surround yourself with. I know with me, I literally have to schedule downtime in my diary mm. because otherwise it just gets swamped mm. and then try and be as kind of vigilant mm. to not let anything get into that time because it's so easy for somebody to go, but can't you help me with this? Or, you know, and then you that time just disappears. So, um, I yeah, I do. Mm. I do it so often. Mm. Um, and and yeah, self-care, guys, mm. for all of you out there, self-care. I'm still working mm. on it, but I'm better than I was, mm. you know, before. But self-care and getting enough sleep. Yes. Um, Ariana Huffington wrote a fantastic book called Thrive. I don't know if you've yes. read it, mm. but it is phenomenal for anybody listening. Go and grab that book. It's really, really important to get enough mm. sleep. And I know my sleep patterns are out at the moment and it just knocks everything mm. in life. Um, so last question, because we're running out of time. Where to from here? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and can I quickly just say, guys, Kathy came in studio because I like people bringing me food. <laughs> yeah, I do. And Kathy brought me juice, which I'm going to drink now. And she brought me this beautiful quiche, I think from Cafe du Cap downstairs. No, no. Where? From where? No oh, you, okay, she's not telling us from where, but it looks delicious and she brought me food. So I just have to give her a little like holla holla for bringing, for feeding the baby dinosaur. Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> okay, let's go back to the question. Where to from here? Where to from here? Okay, well, book two is of course already in the planning because I have to travel and eat. So, and you know, I might as well make it tax deductible. So, yes. <laughs> so I've got a couple more countries lined up for, for uh, next year. So uh, definitely India, Spain and France are those three that are in progress and in research at the moment. So I'm looking, I think I will always write books because it's just an excuse to keep traveling. I love traveling and eating. And then also um, I'm working with some people in Italy and we are looking at putting on food retreats. Nice. Beautiful, beautiful food retreats. Uh, we're looking at the area of Puglia. They're going to be very exclusive. It's in a sort of a castle and they've got a state-of-the-art kitchen and a cooking school going there already. And Amazing. they've asked me to partner with them. So watch this space. We will keep everybody informed, but I think that's going to be a wonderful one. Again, I do think people need to take time. They want experiences now that are not just lying on a beach. Yes. And, you know, they want experiences where they learn. They're hungry for information mm. and knowledge. Mm. And and I would love to teach people more about that, about Italy. It's my absolute 
second home and so yeah that's what's coming well guys you have to where do we find this book because around the table it's absolutely beautiful food inspired by my travels um Denise, where can people find this book? It's going to be uh, an exclusive, I think, from tomorrow, I think. So ah, all the exclusives, timing. Wordsworth, and uh, um, Reader's, Wa- Reader's Warehouse. You can get it online, take a lot. And then quite a lot of the – and Chef's Warehouse, Chef's Warehouse, so just up the road there. And so the Liam's got it. And at the Kitchen Collective and at Ginger and Lime. Amazing. Or just message me, I'll get a copy to you. Okay, so where <laughs> should they find you? On Instagram, on Facebook, where's the best place? Yeah, I think check the website, check Ginger and Lime website, and my details are there. So and your details the are there. Yeah. Amazing. Thank yeah. you so much for coming into studio. It was so great having you. And thank you, Kathy. I'm going to turn the camera on to Kathy <laughs> as she's got a full <laughs> mouth. Yes, I timed it perfectly, Kath. <laughs> And I, and I wish you all the best with this book. And as always, for all of you listeners, you know me, I like to share. And so we will be giving away a copy of this amazing book to one of you. So watch out for the details of that competition coming in my news feed tomorrow. I just want to finish one competition off and then I'm going to launch this competition. But you will get a copy of this beautiful, beautiful book Um I can't wait to try out some of these recipes. They look amazing. 